beautiful people. Welcome uh, or welcome back to the Faith Relations Podcast. I am your host, Annette Pitten, and uh, this is where we talk about everything and anything under the sun and how it relates to our faith journey. Um, join the conversation at our Instagram. It's at Faith Relations, same as podcast, and uh, let me know what you think. Um, let me know how you feel, how you can or cannot relate. Uh, yeah, let's talk. And if you want to be on the podcast, uh, please let me know. DM me there at Faith Relations, um, and I'll get you on my list. I have a few people, but uh, here soon, I am going to run out. <laughs> uh, maybe not soon, but um, I would love to have you if you want to be on the podcast so let me know let's do it um i'm so excited about today's episode i know i say that every week what a broken record i am um but obviously uh so a little insight i guess uh when i'm editing the podcast i'll edit the uh bulk of the podcast first um, so that, uh, it'll give me a little bit of context of what to say here. Um, but when editing this podcast or each podcast, I just remember how good these conversations are. And, uh, Esther just, she could be an ASMR artist, I think. Um, just speak so gently and, um, so just cool calm and collected such a just uh relaxed uh atmosphere um even though it was virtual but just the just the conversation was so just airy i guess would be a good way to uh describe it so um i loved it it was so good and i know you are going to love it too so um before we get into it, I uh, just want to, I, I feel like I don't want to be tone deaf. Like I, I don't want um, this to just be happening um, and these uh, conversations just uh, sound like we don't know what's going on in the world or at least in our country. Um, and so a lot of these conversations are uh, pre-recorded and some of these have been recorded for weeks now. Uh, so I'm just gonna say here, I know that um, the country is just on super, super rocky ground right now. And a lot of people are uh, facing just some very uh, strong differences in opinion. Um, and in my opinion uh see facts quote-unquote facts differently um and so the hardest part for me to see is the church again just let's pray about it let's do nothing about it let's just pray about it um and i know that that is you know to each their own but as i said in my podcast um about my relationship with faith it's it's hard for me um being somewhat on the outside looking in seeing that 
uh, because again, and you'll hear Esther uh, talk about it in this episode, it's just the, the, the response of the church is to sit back and do nothing when we preach about being the hands and feet of the Lord. So very contradictive, um, super upsetting. And I really do hope that we can get to a good place uh, here uh, ASAP. (laughs) That would be great. Um, But there's been a lot of uh, a lot of crazy things revealed about uh, people's true colors here lately. And uh, I I think it's for a purpose. So um, I hope you are okay. I hope your family is okay if you need to talk. I'm here. Uh, there's a community of people that I know who are just incredible human beings who would also be here for you. Um, so yeah, hope you're doing okay. Uh, I'm okay if you can. And uh, yeah, so let's get into this baby. Esther relates to faith. Thank you for coming on to the podcast. I'm very excited for our conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be so much fun. And I think yeah. a lot of people are really going to love hearing from you. So mm-hmm. I appreciate you being so willing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so let's start off with a little bit about you mm-hmm. so that people know kind of who they are listening to. Okay. Um, what do you do? What do you like to do? Just a little bit about you. Okay. Well, um, I am a pharmacy technician um, at a local hospital. Um, it's been pretty, I don't know. Um, most hospitals right now are like really stressed out. Um, yeah. Mine, not so much because my hospital, um, the majority of the clientele is um, from the theme parks in Orlando. Oh, and there's not much tourism going on right now due to yeah, true. Yeah, but you know I'm blessed to have a job. Um, and I forgot what else you asked me. Um, uh, what 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 do you like to do? Oh yes, um, I like to read articles on health. Um, I like fun. Yeah, I am. I want to become a dietitian. Cool. Yeah, I'm in school right now, and science is hard. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Chemistry, like, I feel like chemistry is just something that somebody came up with one day, and they said, you know what? I'm going to mess with a bunch of people forever. (laughs) And and right when you think you understand something, um, it just gets deeper, and you're like, why are you doing this to me per se? Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, I like to, I'm very interested in health. Um, I like to read articles on like different health. Um, um, I, I guess um, discoveries. Um, so like, okay. oh, let's say um, I'm thinking about like, I have some 
I may have some inflammatory issues, then okay. I'll like try to figure out, okay, what foods are good for inflammation. Ooh. Yeah, that's my hobby. Cool. Um, so what is something that, okay, you're, you're a health nut. We love that. Is there something, is there something that you're reading right now or that you learned recently that you would like recommend to people? Um, well, one thing that is, I, I, um, I guess it would be more understood, but, um, Again, I did the research myself. Um, so yeah. one thing that is marketed a lot is um, a superfood. Um, right. So people right. will go to a supermarket and then they'll see like, oh, goji berries are a superfood. You need to eat these. Yeah. Day. Or acai. Right. She is these, all yeah. these things, right? But yeah. there's no such thing as a superfood. <laughs> the lies. <laughs> The, the entanglement. <laughs> because what happens is um they'll use that as a marketing thing to get people to buy. But in all reality, all you need to do is have a balanced meal with um like the right amount of carbs, um uh, yeah. macros and all that stuff, and then like greens, um, fruits and stuff. I always say like eat half of your plate has to be some type of vegetable um like okay. specifically green leafy leafy green leaves I don't know, yeah. those yeah. things <laughs> yeah and then like <laughs> some type of carb and then some type of fat um and protein so um i've been personally i've been vegan since um january so that's been, that's an interesting for sure yeah that's cool <laughs> thank you yeah so you definitely have to like be creative when it comes to like protein mm-hmm. and, and even like mm-hmm. um carbs and stuff like I feel like you can overload on that really easy when you're going vegan. Oh, 1000%. Um yeah. Because for me personally, um I love bread um and I <laughs> love carbs. Um, yeah, I feel like Oprah. Like I love bread, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, because like I will, and I hate cooking. So my go-to Ooh, is like yeah. some type of stew, and then just like mm. put it over rice or quinoa or something like that. Like right, very right. chill, <laughs> easy. Um, yeah, so it's been. I think the most challenging part would be like um, going places with people or going to events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if they don't have anything for you, then you legit have to eat before or bring your own food. But that's right. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. (laughs) I know. Um, Good on you for going vegan. Like, that's amazing. I know some of the most incredible people and they are vegan thank you (laughs) so you're added to that incredible (laughs) thank you um (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) so um all right so let's get into the meat and potatoes of this okay 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 so 
where did your relationship to faith mm-hmm. begin? Faith being general, mm-hmm. not a specific place, okay. if that makes sense. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that, like, I was brought up in the church. Um, okay. My parents um, joined this church. Um, it was, like, an hour away from my house. Um, oh, wow. I know. Um, for the children's ministry specifically. Um, oh. Yeah, so we started out, um, we were um, dedicated by the head pastor um, when we were born. So my sister and I, um, I have one sister, and then I have um, two brothers, but they're older and they don't live with us. And then okay. I have a sister from another mister like she grew up with us so we all would go to church every sunday together um yeah so basically from my parents yeah got you got you got you mm-hmm. fun <laughs> so you grew up in a church mm-hmm. did it was it uh cuz i also did mm-hmm. i think i was like 7 maybe when we started going to church mm-hmm. um I don't have very many memories before that. So almost as long as I can remember, right? (laughs) So, um, but I remember that, like, for me, like, it didn't really become, like, an independent thing or, like, a intimate thing until, like, I got to high school. Yeah, for sure. So do you have, like, a similar, Um, or, like, what's your journey? So my my journey has been... um, kind of weird but I guess everyone's journey is weird um yeah so I I knew that I needed to go to church every Sunday um because like that was what you did as a Christian right (laughs) right probably when I I was like dang okay I really have to like give myself to God and like um you know, live my life for God. Um, so I believe okay. in the 2016. Um, okay. And yeah, that's that's my salvation story. That's amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Good on you. Great job. <laughs> so that was just a few years ago, not too long ago. Um, then what did your um relationship with God look like like were you in church all the time and that's the thing I like after that I started serving um like every Sunday I would serve at um the church's um like little restaurant that they have for the young adults okay um so I did that I was leading a small group for like a year and a half um so I was really getting involved and I really felt like on fire for God and I was like happier because I suffered I've suffered with depression anxiety pretty much my whole life but I didn't understand what it was okay um so then like 2016 I gave my life to God and like life was great for like probably two or so years and then you know trials come up as they do as they do okay um so you're serving you're loving it you're having a great time um i have uh pre uh information because we're, we're right. homies, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so i know that this year has been interesting in your face sure. could you tell us 
what this year has looked okay. like. Well, um, as you know, 2020 has been a um, flaming trash fire. <laughs> to say the least. Dumpster on fire. Yeah, and um, I'm pretty sure um, everyone's life has been um, shambles, but my personal experience. um, So I, um, I probably the end of last year, I kind of backed away from going to the church I was going to. um, Yeah, because of certain things that I was noticing. Um, so one thing about the church that like really gets people in is like Mm -hmm. the flash Mm -hmm. and like, um, like it's so appealing to the eye. It's so fun. Like their games, like hangouts, like all these things that young people really like. And it's, it's really great, you know, for like people, let's say, um, they don't want their kids like hanging out with anybody and like doing bad, doing quote unquote bad things. Um, so like you know keeps them out of trouble right so I loved the environment however when I was there I always felt this like pressure I know nobody was directly telling me this but I just felt Mm -hmm. it like I needed to dress a certain way Um, I needed because everyone like everyone dressed to the nines every single Sunday the nines (laughs) Sorry, um, I know I know the place you're talking about. So. <laughs> Sorry, this is supposed to be inconspicuous, but I know exactly. about the nine girl. I was just like, wow, like, dang, I need to step up my game. And every yeah. time I was like, oh wow, like, is this enough? Am I like, do I look good? So, um, my friends would obviously yes. like say things like, my friends like, okay, sis, like you're doing your thing. I love this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then there's a time where I was like, wow, um, I really want to be in a relationship. Mm. And I wasn't getting that the the confidence that my friends are giving me. I was like, right. I wasn't getting them from guys. I'm like, oh. Word of mouth. Right. I was like, so, if you're telling me right. I look fly, what's going on? Like, what's the thing? laughing. Oh my god. It was it was are you lying like, to me or are like, they blind? Or what I'm just is very it? confused. Like, like this is I don't understand. Um, so yeah, I thought like really, I think honestly my whole life I've struggled with loneliness because my parents are crazy yeah. Jamaicans. Um, Ooh. Legit from the time I was young, they were like, okay, girl, like I understand you might have feelings for peoples and whatnot, but no boys until after you graduate college. Ooh. And I was like, so wow, okay. Right, cool. like after college. They're like, education okay. comes first, um, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know what to do with these feelings, but um, thanks, right. parents, I guess. 
And legit, every time I would like tell my mom about a guy at school, like she would pray. And then somehow the next year he wouldn't go to my school. And I'm just like, this is a little too suspicious. I'm not going to lie. She literally prayed the way. This is, this is. This is not like I know. I know I'm not crazy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my god! So, like I'm always like I was like long to in your relationship and blah 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 blah. Um. So then, like I was kind of fixated on that for probably, um, probably like a year and a half after, um. I got saved. Um, And then I was, like, trying my best to, like, dress well, I guess, to church. And then, like, I wasn't getting any, Mm -hmm. um, like, I wasn't getting the reactions that I would have hoped and blah, blah, blah. Right. So I just, I think, I think this, along with other things that happened in 2018, Mm -hmm. um, I fell into another depression. And I was like, wow, like, you know, I love God. Um, I'm doing, like, I'm praying, I'm reading my Bible, serving, doing all these things. And now I'm depressed. And every time I would talk talk to my friends about it, they're like, okay, you need to pray, you need to fast, you need to do these these things. And then I was doing all of those things and it wasn't going away. And I was like, Mm -hmm. so clearly there's something wrong with me. Like, I don't know what's going on. So then um, I started seeing a therapist and a psychiatrist. And, like, they put me on these pills. And it messed up my heart and my appetite and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. So then I was on that for, like, a little bit. And then um, I went to church one day. And then, like, um, you know, I, I, no, I don't, no, it wasn't even, I didn't go to church that day. Like, one day I just woke up and, like, it was like a cloud was lifted off of my head. Mm. I, was, I was like, this is amazing. Legit. I was like, this is amazing. Like, why has my life not been like this the past two years? Like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to hold on to it as long as possible, right? So yeah. that was 2018. And then, like, I was okay. like, nothing can keep me down. Like, um, one thing I noticed when I'm like in a depressed state is um, I get fixated on things and like, Mm. I just will repeat things in my head. Like, Oh my gosh, this person thinks this, this and that about me. I'm never going to blah, 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 blah. blah. And like just saying things that make absolutely no sense. Right. Because like, again, my brain hates me. Um, So then, um, yeah, so I was, like, doing really well. Um, And then, like, towards the end of 2019, um, I went to um, the church, and they had, like, a sermon series. And I went to Uh one sermon, and I was like, this is, first of all, it wasn't even a sermon. It was, like, a sit-down chat. Um, on the things okay. that the church believes, and 
Oh. Right. And if you don't believe these things, then you need to get right with God. Right. And for the most part, like, there are things that I agreed with, but then there are things mm-hmm. that were clearly political. And I was right. like, but I don't believe these things. And Jesus still loves me. So, so I'm just like, I'm very right. confused. Um, <laughs> so it just, like, really put a bad taste in my mouth, and I just stopped going. Um, and then it, like, I would go to these other churches here and there. And then like, I would go to a, a really good youth group, um, but like on and off, but then I started like to really go regularly. Um, and then it was the beginning of the year, beginning of COVID, um, like everything was fine. And then COVID hit and then I was like, okay, you know. It's going to be over in a few weeks. Everyone's te- everyone's saying that it's going to be over. So, like, we'll get back to normal, yeah. clearly. So I was like, good, you right. know. And then, like, it kept going. And then I found myself, like, at the beginning of probably a month into the summer semester, um, I just got super depressed. I was like, I haven't seen my friends in months. Um, there's nothing to look forward to anymore. It was rough. And so um, it really hit me when, like, the church that I was going to responded to certain things that happened um, this year, like, as far as, like, politically. Um, And I was just, like, really taken aback because I am a Black person in America, um, and there's Mm -hmm. certain... um, experiences that I've been through um right Personally. that mm-hmm. my my friends may have not and so I would right. like be very upset about the things that have been going on this year like with George Floyd and all of these like really big stories about black people getting um discriminated against or like killed in the streets right right legit so I was like all I I was in tears and then I would have friends who just um do this like whole indifference Christianity thing of like Mm -hmm. oh well you know God's got you and just pray and like things will be better and like you won't be sad anymore if you pray and fast and blah 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 and it's like yeah okay but also i'm still black and i still live in america yeah and i still get microaggressions daily so it's it's this Hmm. mantra of like okay um god loves you and god loves all of us so therefore all lives matter and therefore like we don't have to focus on your issues like, we'll just right. focus on the issues of the homeless and just the issues of sex traffickers. Like, obviously, these are... But you know what? what's crazy is I feel like a lot of times it, they mm-hmm. say that, but there's no yes. action behind it. I would say that the, the majority mm-hmm. of the church would say, oh, you know, mm-hmm. we love the poor. We love the homeless, you know, we love the children. That's why we're so strongly Uh against abortion. We love all these things. But then when it comes to being like, 
action Mm -hmm. and like actually doing something a very very small percentage of people actually be Mm -hmm. active in In these things that they're so like passionate about exactly exactly and so it just like made me look at life differently like obviously I understand that sin is everywhere and there are so many horrible things that happen on the daily um yeah but the fact that you're just going to say these things take precedent over your Mm -hmm. situation it just like it made me look at friends because I went to a predominantly white school my whole life um and I have well I had a lot of white friends um like I was a token black kid um up until fifth grade um and then like from fifth grade till probably graduation there were three or four of us um yeah so it was wild because people felt like they could say things because again we're the minority and like um just things that were (laughs) it was like I was talking to my cousin about this because when you are a minority in spaces then people feel Mm -hmm. more emboldened to say things yeah and it's still not okay so um, right I it made me look at my friend circles and say like, wow, like you say you love me, but then you don't even care about this thing because it's not affecting you or it's not affecting someone who looks like you. And yeah, that really, um, that, I think that was another part of this season of depression, um, along with other things that, um, we can get into in another time or later. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. So mm-hmm. you stopped going to mm-hmm. a specific church. You tried mm-hmm. uh, another. Not really working out. Coronavirus kind of uh, nailed, right. nail in that right. coffin, didn't it? <laughs> um so where do you find yourself these days when it comes to your relationship with um I definitely want to be in a better place um I found okay I found that because of everything that has happened this year um I have questioned everything I've questioned my faith I've questioned what I know um, because mm-hmm. of the responses from the Christian community to these things, um, the response, yeah. like the majority, <laughs> of them. like yeah. the response to like the whole um, Black Lives Matter movement, the response to um, to COVID and how people mm-hmm. are um, seeing things at in perspectives that I don't see things. And then, like, telling me that I need to get right with God about my perspective. And it's, like... Right. That is so annoying. Like, how how do you know that you're closer to God than I am? I mean, like... Like, we're all human. Like, um, I don't understand. Like, just because my um, struggles and my experiences are different from yours doesn't mean that Mm -hmm. they're not valid experiences. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, one thing that really kind of broke me down in a way um, 
is like I would tell my friends that I was like depressed and then they're like just pray fast um have you tried all these things and I would say like yeah um yes and it's still here um and then I would talk <laughs> to medical professionals and they're like you need to be on medication um so it's just this yeah. like constant um battle with myself saying like do yeah. I have enough do I not have yeah. enough faith am I not doing something right mm. or am I just being naive and not listening to the doctors yeah yeah so such a toxic <laughs> place to be in to say like I'm, my assumption is you have depression because you're not praying hard enough. So let me ask you right. if you've been praying. Like, what? What? Because that has been used against me when it comes to, like, certain things mm-hmm. that I believe are true. And it's like, well, I I, I mm-hmm. implore you to pray. Like, it's funny that you think right. I have it. <laughs> like, what? The, the assumption is, is that you are mm-hmm. closer to God because you've come to mm-hmm. a different conclusion, not because you think exactly. that I pray less than you. Like, <laughs> I know, and you know, it's not their fault. Um, I've just, yeah, I've just found that. Um, like, I've been seeing a therapist, and she said, you know, I'm sorry that these things are said to you, um, but you know, like, that's all they know, um, and you don't like you yeah. can't fault them for having that perspective yeah. but you also don't need to surround yourself with these people um because then mm. they might not be helping your journey right 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 that's fantastic <laughs> i i i have heard so much i feel like it's a beautiful thing that we're getting into these days where like therapy is becoming um mm-hmm. so mainstream that like you mm-hmm. get ads on Facebook. Right. <laughs> like it's so good that it's it's the taboo has been like ripped off of it, right. or at least for the most part. Um a lot of people are talking about mm-hmm. it, celebrities are talking about it. Like it's it's becoming very much a mm-hmm. topic of conversation. And I think people are yeah. feeling safer to go yeah. to therapy. And the worst part sure. about mental health and uh, mental illnesses is when you grow up in an environment where you don't feel like it's safe to even mention, you might be struggling yeah. with something. Yeah. Um, and then it gets worse. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a lonely place to be. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So, so you've been kind of mm-hmm. like diving into specific mm-hmm. beliefs, like mm-hmm. things that you were taught yada yada what exactly do you think are you like actively working on it or is it just kind of like i don't like that i don't really know what to do with this thought so So one thing that i've always struggled with and i find that a lot in people who suffer with suffer from depression is like overthinking and like always having these questions Mm. So, like, things that I've always questioned is, like, um, how um, homosexuality is a sin. Like, all of these things that are 
quote unquote sins. And I know people personally who right. are the coolest people I've ever met. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. for me also like called, mm-hmm. like people who are called. Yeah. Who are also homosexual. Right. Just like, and it's like, it's yeah. that aspect. Like I know people who are genuinely amazing people and like i have this one yeah. close person to me um we used to go to church all the same church um and then like because mm. he um because he was gay and um our family doesn't do that um like he had stopped going to church so i <laughs> right doesn't, so, doesn't um, do that <laughs> It's such a horrible, like, there is no word for it. They so, like, do um, they don't do I started yeah. bringing him to church, and I said, okay, like, this is going to be great for him. And, okay. like, because he seems like he's dealing with a lot, and, like, I just want him to be closer to God. Um, and then, like, he had stopped going for a little yeah. bit, and then the one Sunday he goes back, um, the pastor decided, it was June. Oh, gosh. So... It was this no, it was two Junes ago. Yeah. Wait. Oh, the year before. And so, of oh, course, okay, okay. June is Pride Month, and of course, things were said. Mm. Um, and then he just stopped going, and mm. I know that his mental health could be better if he had a stronger. I mean, obviously, like I'm not gonna speak for him and stuff. Um. But I just want him to yeah, yeah, yeah. be better and I want better for his life. Um Yeah. So like when he goes to these places that are supposed to help him, um, then he gets things like this. And then just does not go. And it broke my heart for like two or so yeah. years. Yeah. yeah and then like wow. other things i had to unlearn um like the same church um we they would do like these performances and um whenever they're mm-hmm. i remember specifically like demons um usually had like afros mm. and uh, locks and oh, i was like no wow. like growing up it didn't you know click but now I'm just like, these are things that are right. natural to Black people. And you're um, making it equivalent to demonic things, demons. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, uh... If that's not a microaggression, I don't know what is. And you know what's crazy is that mm-hmm. so tell me what you think about this too is they they there are a lot of people who feel that because mm-hmm. it's not their intention then mm-hmm. how can you hold them accountable for it so what would you say mm-hmm. like okay let's let's play devil's advocate <laughs> which is the funniest right. thing to say when, it's, when we're talking about Christians right but <laughs> um let's say like oh well the people that were mm. cast as the demons just happened to have afros just happened to have locks it wasn't specifically mm. 
that we wanted mm-hmm. those hairstyles to be demons. What would you what would you say about um, how I that would happens? say well I understand your um I understand what you're telling me. Um however I'm into root cause analysis. Um so I look what is Ooh. underneath. Um so you saying that these people, um, let's just say like these are their natural hairstyles. I get that. But you could also like have a yeah. variety, have some of the angels with these hairstyles and have some yeah. demons with different yeah. hairstyles, you know? Um, so right. the fact that like mm-hmm. you're just zoning in on this specific group is just, it's upsetting. I mean, I understand that it's not every um, yeah. demon, every um, like I get that, but it's just right. it's just a common trend. I'm yeah, it's too right. too common for comfort. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> crazy girl, that's <laughs> just some crazy stuff, Hunter. So, um, some of the things, because I feel like we are, some of the place, um, had a conversation mm-hmm. with someone else who's also kind of in a similar place. And so, what I think what would kind of uh, describe mm-hmm. or like put a name yes. on what we're going through would be deconstruction. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that? Okay, awesome. So I have, like, followed people on Instagram, on TikTok, (laughs) like, all of this stuff that, like, gives Mm -hmm. you a whole new perspective on what Mm -hmm. it means to, like, be a Christian and Mm -hmm. um, what faith looks like, um, what, like, a relationship with God can look like without it, you know, Mm -hmm. being exactly what you were taught growing up. Um. There's even another podcast. Yes. That's literally the name of it is Perfectionist. And it's so good. So good. Oh, do you? Awesome. Yeah, I love them. Great. Um, so do you what do you feel like mm-hmm. you are you are a Christian? Do you feel like you want to kind of change that title? Mm-hmm. What do you where do you feel like you're at? Mm-hmm. Because there are people who are deconstructing mm-hmm. who like have a really hard time with with like labeling themselves or like um mm-hmm. you know being put in a box because mm-hmm. they're not necessarily reconstructing right. yet so they're still trying to figure it out um, um where do you feel like I you are personally would call myself a christian but then again i am still deconstructing so mm-hmm. i i would say christian was a question okay. mark like because <laughs> all the things that I I mean, mind you, I love God. I love everything that God stands for. Yeah. But the way that it was presented to me, I yeah. don't trust anymore. Um mm. because all of these mm. things that were demonized and weaponized, I'm seeing as like, hey, those were those are actually okay weaponized. now. Like I don't um, you know, so yeah. I say I still love God, you know, I still want to go after him. 
Um, but it's, it's, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely not, I'm not very sure, um, to be sure. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. so to backtrack a little bit, what do you think mm-hmm. is like the best part of, you know, I, I kind of don't want this to be mm-hmm. just like us crying <laughs> the church, right? So, um, <laughs> right. Uh, even though it's really easy. Um, anyways, <laughs> what do you, what do you think is the best part of your, you know, time in your faith mm-hmm. journey or like where, where you were when you were you know quote unquote the closest I what's your favorite part about that appreciated the community I have um all of yeah for that's, like 100 all of answer, my friends sure. I met at that church um it was just nice to like go to a place right. um and like not do the things that I'm not into um like like it's it's really yeah. um I guess lonely because people our age tend to mm. resort to certain things to have fun and I don't that's not my thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I met Same. Yeah, right. That's Same. just my thing. Not, not my cup um, of tea. And so I met a lot of friends. Um yeah. and like it was just nice to be able to get grounded every week. Um I mean Okay, let me not. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> yes. We're so, being positive. Like, just the reassurance <laughs> and, like, say, okay, you know, I'm not perfect. Like, God still has to work on me continually, you know? So, I definitely appreciated that aspect. Yeah. Cool. That's good. I like that. I definitely would be pretty much same boat. Like <laughs> it was the place mm-hmm. for me to find mm-hmm. community. It was a place for me to make friends, mm-hmm. to socialize, um, you know, on top of right. the spiritual aspect of it. That mm-hmm. definitely would have been right. <sighs> Amazing. Love that. So mm-hmm. where you are now, right. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like figuring it out. Is there one resource that you would recommend that has kind of helped you or that you find? To um, be like well, definitely the two things that I've been relying on are um, Instagram and podcasts. Because like, mm. you know, people are like, oh, don't go okay. to social media for things, whatever. <laughs> but, but like, I'll right, see... Right. Um, different so I follow a lot of deconstruction um Instagrams and their podcasts um and so like they'll Same. put something they'll post something that makes me look at things differently and it just makes me like get into deep yeah. thought and like wow like do I believe what they're saying um and if I do mm. does it align with God or Am I just doing something out of my flesh? Mm-hmm. So it's definitely helped me um, right, just understand right. life a little better and just trying to embrace like, hey, um, there are different perspectives on the same reality. Yeah. 
Right. Wow. <laughs> That's deep. That's deep. <laughs> oh, that's amazing oh wow yeah no I literally I love I love you know certain people especially like on Instagram or like yeah. it's just like post after post I'm like yes I like I am there and it's so nice to surround yourself by you know not a hundred percent but Right. It, it's like better than like zero yeah. percent of like like-minded people where right. you and not feel these, like ashamed. conversations and be open yeah. yes exactly mm-hmm. and yeah. it's so freeing so I totally get that um yeah I probably would share some Instagrams yeah. maybe on on the faith relations Instagram see if that people want to follow and stuff um yeah (laughs) oh Esther you have made me laugh so hard and I was not you know I should have expected it because we are always just like laughing at each other um (laughs) yeah but it's been such a good conversation such a such a good perspective on um you know just a very specific faith journey that may look similar but is mm. is a hundred percent unique um so thank you for coming on thank you for sharing mm. with us thank you for being so transparent so open <laughs> um we're definitely gonna have you yes. back and we'll talk about specific yes. topics so we can go in on thank um, you for having and me and i look forward um, to that for sure i find that not because again, because we grow up in a church, we are told to believe these things. Yeah. And if you don't believe these things, then you are not being Christ-like. Um, like it just—you yeah, don't hear this a lot. Um, <laughs> you only hear the mainstream Christianity. You yeah. only hear the main spirituality. And yeah. I don't feel right. Yeah. personally um because I'm such a thinker I question everything I see and I remember one sermon in particular yeah. um this person said why would you want to know everything you don't need to know everything I'm like uh I mean okay <laughs> I get it but also my brain just does this automatically <laughs> I mean I just I don't have any control (laughs) over that this is just what my brain wants and sometimes I just have to give it what it wants okay (laughs) but it's true it's definitely so nice to to, you know Mm -hmm. to instead of having non-answers to even even an I don't know exactly yeah well don't worry about it kind of thing so I totally agree. It's so much, it's, it's so nice to, mm-hmm. to dive into things and talk about things and um, mm-hmm. question, we can come to different conclusions, but given, but having the safe space to be able to even ask the questions in the first place is such a beautiful thing. So I'm excited. I'm excited for people to hear this. Truly. <laughs> uh, uh, Yay. Me well, Esther, I hope you have a great, great day. Yeah, for sure. And right. uh, we'll talk Bye-bye. soon. Bye. <laughs> awesome. Woo wee! Uh, yeah, good, 
goodness, huh? Yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, like I said, Esther is just a uh, gentle soul. She uh, exudes kindness, right? Um, so it's really nice to hear her story. Um, likewise, it would be really nice to hear yours. Uh, so, like I said in the beginning, if you want to share, uh, then uh, jump on the list, man. Because I really, I really don't have uh, uh, this like exclusive list of people that I'm um, recording with. Just literally anybody who is willing, uh, whether we disagree, agree, uh, whether we fall in line, whether we uh, see the world the same or not. Uh, actually, I would prefer that we not, because there would be some variety, <laughs> and we all love variety. So, uh, yeah, oh, what a good conversation. Uh, thank you again for being here, listening uh, to the podcast, supporting um, with just incredible uh, words of encouragement or um, literally just a like or anything anything that you can do to uh to support i appreciate so much um if there's any suggestions or feedback you have um i know i'm figuring out the sound i'm sorry i'm figuring it out i got this uh if you have some suggestions for that hit me up let me know uh but yeah so that was great. You're great. We are great. And I hope you have a beautiful day, week, night, morning, wherever you are, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, next week, uh, I have another sweet, sweet soul, um, a good friend of mine, Meredith. Uh, we have such a good conversation. Uh, someone who is from the Bible Belt. Um, who finds herself in Florida, uh, and it's such a good conversation, so uh, revealing about just uh, some of the ways that we are, uh, the way we grow up, um, and you want to come back, okay, you want to hear that conversation, it's so good, um, so I'm excited for you to hear it, I'm grateful that you have heard this one, um, and I'll see you next week. But don't you ever forget, never ever forget that you are loved. Bye!